This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of the Arsenal Preview Show. Looking ahead to the next fixture in the Canada for the Gunners. And today's show is all about Brentford on Saturday. Uh, interesting game. Of course, Arsenal coming off the back of two defeats now. So it's really important that we manage to get a response against the Bees. To do so, as always, I'm joined by some fantastic members of our Discord community. First of all, it's Dan. How are you doing, Dan? You good? You well? Yeah, I'm really good. Thanks. Very excited for the game. I haven't seen us mm. concede yet when I've been at the Emirates this season, so I hope that will stay. Wow. No pressure then on this one yeah, at all. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Hoping that that is to be the case this time around. And we're also joined by Garrett. How are you doing, Garrett? Not too bad, Tom. Thanks for having me on. My pleasure, my pleasure. And uh, Chatbox, thank you so much as always for joining us. Apologies for the slight change of time. I just set the wrong time on you. It's as simple as that. Uh, But thank you for those of you that are indeed tuning in. Um, Yeah, so interesting fixture, Dan, uh, with it being Brentford, a team that we beat quite comfortably earlier on in the season, but have been on quite a good run of form of late. They They are on the top of the form table. I saw 13 points out of the last 15. So they're, they are looking very good, or, or maybe out of the last 18. Um, they're looking extremely good. But we're yeah. Arsenal, and we need to bounce back from that blip. And I was thinking this at the, the Everton game that we lost. I, I I feel like you could have put prime Barcelona there, and they'd still lose to that Sean Dyche side. I feel like it was, all, it was inevitable it was going to happen. Um, so we just need to kind of learn from it, but move on. And I feel Brentford at home. At three o'clock as well, I love a three o'clock kickoff. I feel that's this is the time to really bounce back, and I, I'm hopeful for this one. Yeah, me too. I'm hopeful that, of course, that we can get the result that we need, um, and it is a result that we need. Garrett, is there a concern for you that with what's happening in midweek, that there's so much distraction around that game that it's difficult to not think about City whilst playing a completely different fixture? Yeah, I'm not so sure. I mean, we always see Arteta when he's off the press, just one game at a time. 
Um, and you know that might just be for the press, but I don't, I don't think so. I think that is really how he views it. You know, he just views it one at a time. I mean, every three points in this league are hard to come by. You know, there's no easy games. So I think the focus will be on Saturday fully. Um, and that's kind of, I'll show you. I suppose you'll see that from my team. I think we need to go all out, really. At Brentford, as Dan was saying, top of the form table. I mean, these guys aren't the pushovers. And I mean, like, yeah, our win there was good. But bear in mind, we were the only team to do that to them at home. Uh, I mean, no other team has gone there and kind of put them, I suppose, limited them to the way we did, you know, and we played them. So, yeah, it's going to be a tough game. Yeah, very tough game. Dan, obviously, we've got players coming back. Um, I say coming back, it's almost as if like we get so close to seeing Nelson come back and then he's not necessarily there. Arteta mm-hmm. didn't want to confirm anything. He said he's not in contention, although he's been in first-team training for a number of weeks now. Smith Rowe not back. Gabriel Jesus not back yet. Um, but when I say returning, obviously, Thomas Partey took part in full training. There was a bit of a worry, of course, when he came off against Everton, but he's been fully involved. Do you expect any kind of changes from Arteta with the temptation of City in the week? No, I think we need to look at this, as you said, Garrett, game game after game, game at a time. Because let's say we don't put all our eggs into Brentford and we're focusing a bit on Man City ahead. What if we were to lose tomorrow? And then you go into a Man City game without those three points. And I think we have to, we have to get three points. It's like, uh, I'd much rather just put all, put, our strongest 11 in and get the three points and then worry about Man City. And maybe if we're 2-0 up at half-time, then you, we can take Partey off. But I, I, I would have to, to start as strongest team as we can. Um, and I think I think Arteta knows the strongest lineup. Yeah, I think, I think we all do. I think all that will reflect in the teams that we've picked, which we'll come on to shortly. But Garrett, is there any sense from you that Arteta might be tempted to to make a couple of tweaks? I'm not so sure. I mean, you could look at kind of Martinelli in the Everton game. When you actually looked at kind of where the players were in the pitch, I mean, he was very isolated. You know, Zinchenko was going to be, he didn't really have much support there. Um, So, you know, some people might on face value say, you know, we didn't play well, but I don't think that's fair. You know, when you actually take into account the context. So, no, I think he'll, I think he'll stick. He knows, I think he knows what he's going to do and it'll be strong. I agree. I think that he will stick. He's got form of playing the strongest possible team in games in a short space of time. Remember, there was a time where we played like three games in seven days. I think it was back in 21. We had like West Ham, Southampton and and someone else. And we played the same team in all three games. And I think we won all three games. So, you know, there are examples of where he's decided to play the same and the best team in each fixture. Do you think that will change, Dan? Like considering the fact that we are adding more strength in depth and we are trying to get as close to the City and the Pep model of having kind of two really quality players in each position. That Do you think there'll become a time where Arteta will begin to start start rotating players for these Premier League games? I'm not entirely sure. I think if we can play our strongest lineup, we play our team. So when Jesus hopefully comes back and Smith Rowe, if he ever does, um, once they're back fully fit, I think we're still going to play the same 11. We'll have Europa League by then where we can rotate. But going back to the Premier League, I think we're all just always just going to stick to that 11 because a, t- a new thing, I guess, with the five subs is that football isn't all about the 11 players. It's about the squad. It's about who can come off the bench. And maybe having Enketio off the bench for half an hour or Jesus, whoever that might be, might be really important. It doesn't mean they have to start um or like Fabio Vieira or Smith Rowe or Trossard, it's quite good that they're they're on the bench. So I, I'm not too worried if they're if they're starting. I, I think we have to just start who we know um, and 
Uh, I'm looking forward to a bit off topic. I'm looking forward to see Jesus back quite soon. Yeah, of course. And Arteta was asked about him in his, his pre-match conference. Gave probably the most positive update we've had on him in a long time, saying that he's getting closer, um, that they're doing some work outside. He's obviously going to be massive for us when he does return to see like that that level of quality come into a team that's already top of the table you know, has maintained that position. That was the big question when he got injured, Garrett, wasn't it? Is when Jesus got injured, how are Arsenal going to cope with that? And you have to say, Eddie, who we expect to start on Saturday, has done a brilliant job. And I expect that you probably expect him to, to continue that fine form. Yeah, I absolutely do. Um, I, I think more so like Martinelli. I mean, Dice had a plan last game. He shot him out of the game, kind of shot down our midfield to stop the supply to him, you know. But Brentford don't play like that. Um, yeah, no, they don't, they don't, they're not going to play like Sean Dice. Does uh, Everton have... And do um, so. No, I think he'll have. He'll be. I think. Yeah. I. You'll see later on. But I. I think he'll do well. He'll do well. No doubt about that. Dan, what do you make of Brentford as a team? Because obviously they've got Ivan Tony up top, who scored, I think, what seventy percent of their goals, um, something like that, this season. Yes, they've had goals from Mbwemo. Wiss has got a couple of goals as well. Norgard scored. Got a good record of scoring against us, ironically, actually, as well. Um, but what have you made of them this season? Because they are a decent side that are pushing potentially for a European place this year. Yeah, they're not off, they're not far off getting a European space. Um, they've played some good football. Um, Thomas Frank knows what he's doing. Um, the, it, they're a weird side because they, they can beat Man City away from home, but then they can lose 4-0 to Aston Villa and lose 5-1 to Newcastle. So I'm kind of hoping yeah. that we're an Aston Villa or Newcastle and we're going to absolutely smash them tomorrow. But they... Like I said, they can beat Man City, so it they're one of those weird sides. You know, you don't quite know what's going to happen, but because they're on this good form, I'm a, I am slightly worried, but I'm hoping that our just us being top and we're going to play our way is going to outcome their form. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm right in saying they've not lost a league game since October. Uh, that Aston Villa game that you mentioned, I think that's the last time I actually lost a game in the league. Um, since I think they that. drew to West or lost to West Ham, I think. Uh, you might be right. Uh, we'll go through. So since that Villa game, they drew 2-2 with Forest. Uh, they were knocked out of the League Cup by Gillingham, up the Jules. Um, they then beat Manchester City 2-1. Then we had the World Cup. They drew 2-2 with Spurs on the return. They beat West Ham 2-0. Um, they beat Liverpool 3-1. They lost to West Ham in the FA Cup. Um, that's where you've got that result from. Yeah, I think so. Um, They've beaten Bournemouth 2-0, they've drawn with Leeds and then beaten Southampton 3-0. So they are, you would argue, in the best form. If you did a table, I suppose, from the World Cup coming back, I think they would be top of that table because um, Arsenal have obviously lost and drawn their games against Everton and, and Newcastle. Man City have dropped points as well in that time. It would be interesting to see. I think that they would probably top that form table. So, Garrett, are you worried about them in any sense? Do they pose a threat when they arrive at the Emirates or do you have faith that, that we've got the quality to be able to beat them? I definitely think they pose a threat, Connor, as me and, and Dana said. I think that it's, it's evident that they do. You know, There's no lineup, but I think... It's more of a mentality, and I think I really felt it against United when Rashford first scored that it, that goal. I was saying to one of the lads, like you know, last season, I think it would have been curtains at that point. You know, I couldn't have seen this coming back. But the fact that we did come back and just went on to win, I think that shows the shift in mentality. And even these last two losses, I don't think it's going to derail it. I really don't. So I think we'll you know get back on track. And I look, you know, I so I was kind of thinking that last week as well, but you know, I suppose I didn't really take into account who we were playing and how he plays but you know um this one's at home 
as well. I mean, a record at home this year has been great. So I'm worried. I am. But I think, yeah, I think the, the lads will come around and they'll, uh, they'll show a, uh, yeah, a big push from last week, you know, because they won't be, they won't be satisfied with that. Yeah, I don't think they will be either. Uh, let's go to the lineups uh, and have a look at what we've got. Obviously, Garrett, you're up first. Uh, obviously, for the benefit of the audio listeners, I can tell everybody that we've all gone for the same team. So talk us through it and then why you've picked who you've picked. Yeah, so I have gone with the same lineup as we put out for Everton. So that is Rundle and Nets, uh, Zinchenko left back, Gabriel and Saliba, White, Partey, Xhaka and Odegaard, and then Martinelli, Saka and Eddie up front. So, yeah, I, I really didn't really want to see any changes, to be honest. Um, I mean, I, I could see some people maybe arguing Trossard for Martinelli, but I think I kind of alluded to it earlier. Would be, be a bit harsh on Martinelli. Uh, but look, you know, at the end of the day, we'll see tomorrow, I suppose. But yeah, this is the team I'd like to see anyway. Um, I think they'll be fired up, as I've said. So, yeah, I expect them to be uh, to put out a good performance. And Eddie, as I've said, I think after the last game, he'll have... You know, a bit more, just a bit more in him. And I think he'll, uh, yeah, I expect him to score one, if not more, to be honest. Yeah, I, I hope that you're right, because we could really do with him hitting some form ahead of that game against Man City. Um, Dan, just going to your team as well. Obviously, same 11, but you've gone with Saka. Talk us through it. I just think Saka's, uh, he's just a very good player. There's not much to say about it. And I think he's going to cause some some problems. I think they've got, Henry, not Henri, at left back, and I think he can um, compete and do really well against against Henry. Uh, so I'm kind of hopeful Saka does well, and I've captained him in my FPL team. So that's also partly the reason why. Yeah, I I made a big mistake with FPL because I didn't captain either of the double game week boys because I just completely forgot, in, in a sense, to even change my captain because it should have been so easy to keep Haaland in and that. <laughs> That has set me back. I'm going to lie. It's a big mistake. But a lot of people triple captain Rashford this week or last week in the games. And I think that may maybe, maybe jump the gun a bit soon because Arsenal have got coming up a very good double game week in which they play Everton at home. And I think uh, the Aston Villa... Uh, is Aston Villa away or is it Le- Leicester away? Yeah. Leicester away, um, who have turned their form recently, it should be said. Um, but that could be an opportunity uh, to see if anyone's in form and scoring plenty of goals by that point. And maybe Saka's the one to go for across those games. We'll have to wait and see. Um, I've gone for Granny Jacker as my star man. I just feel he's so key in these types of games at home, keeping the control, keeping the possession going. He's been so important for us the entire season. And if we are indeed to kind of arrest a bit of a slide of form, and we haven't had too many of them this year, but obviously we have faced the last two games and lost them both. You're going to need the characters like Xhaka, I think, in your team to do that. Um, it was great to kind of see comments made. I think Martin Erdegaard was talking about Xhaka recently. He's obviously done, I don't know if you guys watched the, uh, the what's it called, the carpool karaoke with Frimpong with uh, Xhaka. Brilliant. It's very good if you haven't. It's just that feel-good factor around the club at the moment. I think Xhaka's as one of the more experienced and older members of the squad is certainly a massive part of that. He was a really good character in the All or Nothing series as well. I think that enlightened a lot of people to kind of his impact on the players too and and certainly as well around the abuse that the players suffer. He was a big part of that. So as, you know, comeback stories go, he's kind of the king of that and I think that in a game where we need to come back from a run of really poor results, he's again going to be really, really important in that. Okay, let's go to predictions. So chat box, time to get your score lines in. Uh, Dan, we'll start with you. Score line and scorers, please. I'm going to be very confident. Like I said, I'm going to the game. I want to see a big win. 
I'm going to say 4-0. <laughs> they have lost 4-0 to, to Aston Villa, so why not? Um, so I'm going to say the scores will be Saka to get a brace, Nketiah to get one. I'm going to say Zinchenko to get his first Arsenal goal and Martinelli to get a couple of assists to kind of boost his confidence. And Odegaard as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go for a 3-1. Uh, Eddie with a brace and Saka with the other one. And for them, I don't know, they, they do a few threats. So I think I could see maybe, you know, a moment of madness and something coming off. Set pieces as well. They have a good few uh, big enough um, people in their team. So that's a potential threat as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, they have threats and we need to be aware of those threats. We've got to try and deal with them. Ivan Tone is the obvious one. But they've got a lot of pace in those wide areas too. They're not playing the back three system that we beat them with when we went to their place early in the campaign. They've switched to a back four now, which has created it a kind of a much better it's been one of the reasons why they've turned their form is that change so it is going to be a different challenge uh, hopefully we can overcome it I've gone for a three nil as well as you know forever the optimist as always uh, Eddie with a couple and a Ben White screamer from outside the box of course um, is the TGT prediction one day it will happen I'll tell you what if it does happen we'll have to get like Ben White on our upcoming merchandise like scoring that screamer or something like that I feel like didn't Cedric score twice against Brentford not long ago Cedric? Did Cedric score against Brentford? I feel like he scored twice. I might be making this up. Maybe you might be making it up. Chatbots can help. <laughs> if Cedric like scored twice, I remember that scoring against. I know that he came off the bench and scored one against somebody. Um, but I don't remember him scoring. Tw- I'm now looking back over last season to see if because they've only been in the Premier League for last season and this. Is that right? I'm sure that's right. Um, he scored. No, he scored and assisted against Everton last season, um, but not against Brentford. So I don't know where you got that from. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> no I'm idea. Yeah, we, we, I tell you what, it was a club friendly when we played Brentford 1 4 0 and uh, Cedric scored twice. So that's why I've. The knowledge runs so deep is going into friendlies now. Yeah, that's behind the scenes. That <laughs> so if Unreal. he could score twice, then I guess Ben White can score a screen. Yeah, surely. Surely. Get his first goal. Uh, Michael's going for a 4-1 Arsenal win. Temi's going for a 2-0 Arsenal win. Pini wins a 6-0 because we're pumped and Eddie to get all six. Javier says 2-1 Arsenal with a penalty call in the last 15 minutes. It's going to be tight. Um, you on me, I can tell you I'm not going to this game. So there's no bad omen for this one. I will be watching it from home and covering it from home. Uh, Marley says 2-0 Arsenal. David John says 2-0 Arsenal with Nketiah getting both. MR reaction to Saka and Eddie in a 2-0 win. Answer says in Ketia with two and Martinelli with one in a 3 1 win. Rich says 2 1 and Nav says 3 1. Steven says Jacques, Gabriel, and Eddie with three in a 3 1 win. Uh, Momao says 2 uh, 1. Trossard with the winner. That'd be great coming off the bench, perhaps. Uh, Belden says 4 uh, 1. Arsenal win on this one. And Kevin's going for a 2 0 Arsenal win as well. We'll continue to throw those. The rest of them, Yomi says 1 0 and Ketia as well as we wrap things up. Dan, thank you so much for your time, my friend. Much appreciated. Tell me where they can find you. Cheers, thank you. Yeah, you can find me in the Discord chat. I'm on Twitter, I don't really use it. But yeah, definitely become a member, join the Discord, it's very good. Checks in the post. Uh, And Garrett, thank you so much for your time as well. Always a pleasure. Yeah, cheers, Tom. Thanks very much. It was uh, good to be on again. And uh, yeah, same as Dan, you can find me in the Discord. And yeah, well, it means uh, join up. Lovely stuff. Um, we've had a fair few people join the Discord server in the last couple of weeks or so. Uh, welcome to all those brand new members. A few people have sent me messages asking, saying they can't join up because it doesn't kind of show up and the link's not working. The best way I can give you advice is to go on to your desktop 
Um, that's usually the best way to do it. It does iOS doesn't really support the membership thing. I have gone back and forth with actually ending the YouTube side of it and switching to something else to make it more simple to, to, to do a membership scheme, but it might be something we revisit in the summer. I know Harry has, has switched over to something else uh, away from YouTube, so it might be something that we choose to do just because it's becoming too difficult for people to actually become members. And Peeny Ween points out, yes, the Strava, if you would like to join our Strava group, you just go to www.strava.com slash clubs slash E-S-A-R-P and you can join up with uh, our group of fitness buddies uh, that are all trying to get much healthier and lose weight together which is uh, a really good cause and it's great to see over a hundred of our athletes now in that club as well thank you so much guys for tuning in uh, we'll be back of course after uh, tonight i'll be back tomorrow morning with the show but we'll be also be doing probably uh, an evening look at the game against brentford if not that'll be for you on sunday so plenty of content to come uh, do stay well do stay safe dan garrett thank you once again much appreciate your time boys as always and we'll see you all very soon Have a fantastic weekend and as always up the arsenal It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.